He's played advantage and here is Anthony. And he's marked his debut with a goal. It's Marcus Rashford. And Man United have the lead again. And he uses Marcus Rashford. And that could be that for Arsenal. Hello and welcome back everyone to another episode of FPL Bros. This is episode 75 and I hope you're all doing okay out there. How, how are you doing? Doing well. Wonderful. Okay, yep, so an awful lot has gone on since the last episode. It always seems to be like that. But uh, what we're going to do is just look at how we did over game week six, which feels like a long, long time ago. Obviously, there was no game week seven. And then look at what we might be doing for game week eight, which for me is definitely panic. But you, you'll probably set up a bit better. Well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Uh, before we get started, don't forget to hit like. Don't forget to hit subscribe it's totally free you're getting all this for nothing it's costing you absolutely nothing so a like and a subscribe we'd be very grateful would really help us out you're all about to witness a monumental throwdown all right then so yeah game week six scores game week six game week six game week six um do you want to go first yeah sure so i've had a horrible season so far if you haven't listened to any of the pods so far, if you go back, you'll hear me talking a lot of misery. So, yeah, I have a week so far, so I decided to actually do my wild card in game week six, and it couldn't have gone any worse, to be honest. <laughs> so I wild carded, and um, I brought in quite decent players, to be fair, quite decent template players, but I ended up only scoring 37, which, which considering an average of 45, is quite, it's pretty abysmal. It was yeah. quite a tough week yeah. because there was barely there was barely any clean sheets. All of the main players didn't score apart from Haaland, which I mm. captained. So that was my saving grace. If I if literally if Haaland if I didn't have Haaland as a captain or if I didn't have him in my team, I could have easily gotten like a twelve or fifteen. <laughs> like it was that bad. <laughs> it was that bad. <laughs> that yeah, I can't help feeling though that the average of forty five and anybody who would have smashed that average. It it was probably people who were, who were like reading really low down in the rankings, but maybe I'm just and they just happen to have a good week because they happen to have the players who don't normally score but happen to score this week while everybody else had the big players who didn't score. But then maybe I'm just deluding myself. Mm, it's a difficult <laughs> one. It is a difficult one. It was a funny funny week. Yeah, yeah. You, you could tell when all the the main teams were, just didn't do as well as they thought they would that it was mm. probably going to be bad for a lot of a lot of people. Yeah, okay. Uh, I I did worse. I got 32 points. I captain Salah um, because I honestly thought that he would get something against Everton and I didn't captain Haaland and because I was convinced he wasn't even going to start. 
Um, no, that was a week before. Sorry. No, I just, I don't know why. I don't know. I just felt like, I thought, no, I, no, I kind of thought he wasn't going to start. I thought, well, he's started two in a row now, and he's he's been on the pitch for a long time. I mean, they only took him off for the last, I think they had, um, was it, who did they have midweek? They scored four goals, didn't they? against the team in Europe and, and Haaland was on for pretty much most of the game and I thought well now he's definitely getting his rest now you know against Aston Villa um, he doesn't need to play <laughs> Pep doesn't need to play but that just goes to show I mean at the best of times nobody knows what a manager's thinking and then on top of that you've got to second guess Pep Guardiola he's always yeah, a fool, fool's errand yeah so yeah and then the only other person on my team who did anything was Gross so yeah it was it was bad it was really really bad and uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> you just want to forget about it so let's move on and forget about it <laughs> okay then You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. so we have game week eight coming up for those of you who don't know three games have actually been cancelled brighton and crystal palace was cancelled but that was because of a train strike and then the other games to be cancelled was Liverpool and Chelsea and uh, what was the third one that got cancelled oh Leeds and Man United and our understanding is that this is down to policing issues Uh, basically with everything that's going on the the, the police in in those two areas have said we are not going to have enough police to, to be on duty for football games um, so we've only we've only got seven games, and quite a few people like myself will have players who aren't playing. So, generally speaking, are you are you going to do you think you'll set up all right for game week eight, or you're going to have to do something drastic like I am? No, I haven't got a, like if I'm if I'm well, firstly if I'm to do anything, then it won't be drastic. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I've actually got I've got two free transfers. Okay. I, had, I got a transfer last week and I've got a transfer this week. So yeah. I've got two. So if I had to make a move, it wouldn't have to, it wouldn't kill me. I've got three blanks. I've got James, Salah and Trent and Alexander-Arnold. Mm-hmm. So that means I've got, I only got two defenders and then I've got Dunk who's also blanking. So that would be, so like a bar one defender, I've got a, I've got a squad of playing players to be fair. Yeah. With yeah. Fixes. No. So I don't, no. I don't actually have to do too much. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm definitely gonna make moves. I'm just, just, it's just wondering what I'm gonna do because I could, because I could. I mean, we both got this off air, but because I've got Salah, I could do a straight swap to KDB. Yeah. And then, and then have a bit of money for, and then just try and find a, a decent four point five defender to replace yeah. with Dunk, and that'll be my two free transfers. Yeah. And I've got quite a solid team with one with one sub. Which is for safety, but I don't think I'll have to use the sub. But do you know what I mean? Just for safety. Well, but, no, that's um, yeah. So I think I think that might be something I might consider doing because I can, even though even though there is a lot of postponed fixtures, you just never know what can happen. Someone could just in training pull up sore leg. That's it. They're up, they're off the team, and then suddenly suddenly <laughs> just got another zero. <laughs> <laughs> there's always that. It's true. There's always that. Uh, yeah, yeah. But no, I'm I mean, good. good on you. I mean, apart from the millions and millions of people who won't even realise what's going on and, you know, would have left the captain's armband on Salah, for example. Every mm-hmm. every every week there's somebody who does that when Liverpool aren't playing or Salah is injured or something. You, you just sure. think, why? And, uh, yeah, 
I, on the other hand, I'm definitely wild carding. I've got um, seven players who won't be playing, and I've only got two two free transfers. So even if I were to take a minus four, I, I'd still be short. And I would just like to say, if anybody's in the same position, you don't necessarily have to wild card if, if you take some hits because sometimes it's not about having enough players, but it's about having the ones who are going to score you points. You know, you don't have to fill your team full of people who are going to get you ones and twos. You really don't. You know, if you're happy just to make a few changes, you can get some big hitters, some reliable players who, who you're looking at, you know, five, sixes, sevens most of the time, and then not worry about the, the, the blanks in your team. But I am going to wildcard, and I have no idea what I'm going to do, like you alluded to, because I think Salah's coming out, but I'm thinking of either replacing him with KDB or perhaps Harry Kane. The only thing I'm certainly going to do is bring in Cipria and uh, Mitrovic. Those are dead certs, but I really haven't thought much about the rest. I might bring in Nick Pope as well. Okay. I'm thinking it might be time to get off Sanchez, but the rest is all massively up in the air. The, uh, because what I'm trying to think about with my wildcard is obviously I'm thinking beyond game week eight. Obviously, you know, we'll, we'll talk about game week eight specific plays in a, in a second but I'm, I'm trying to think about game week eight hopefully a team that will look good for game week nine then we've got international break and, and like you said you could get people getting injured or coming out of form or people get getting into form or people get exhausted or they've got a long trip back from playing football on the other side of the world and, and the manager says yeah he's still tired he's not playing and if it's a manager who tells the truth he doesn't play and if it's a manager who doesn't tell the truth he still don't know what you're gonna do um, yeah so yeah Wild card is definitely on the card for me and on the cards for lots of people, depending on how their team's looking. And, you know, it's going to be a case of biting the bullet and probably getting rid of some Liverpool players, probably getting rid of, of some Chelsea players and some Brighton players. And I'll be looking to bring in probably some Spurs players and some Newcastle players. So that's that's the headline. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. In terms of... Game week eight. Have you got any player picks? Two or three players? Or just um, one even who should, people should be looking out for? Well, I suppose when I look at game week eight, I think it's probably easier. The way I'm going to narrow it down is I'll grab a couple of fixtures and I'll pick a couple of players from those fixtures. Okay. So I'm looking at the fixtures I'm looking at is Newcastle Bournemouth. Yeah. I think yeah. that's a key fixture. I think Bournemouth, <laughs> Bournemouth couldn't score goals to Toffee that game. <laughs> I just don't know. I think well, I, I wouldn't be too certain about that, but go ahead. I don't know. I just think I think that's got clean sheet written all over it. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm probably wrong, but I think it's got clean sheet written all over it. I think so. I think players like Shaw, like Trippier, like you said earlier, I think they're key players in that fixture. I think uh, Fulham, Nottingham Forest. I don't think mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's, if it's like a clean sheet, but. Because I think Nottingham Forest are, are deceptively dangerous going forward. Yes. But I think Mitrovic and Andreas Pereira, I think I would pick those. And then obviously my favourite boy, Gibbs White. Yeah. <laughs> but um, those are quite cheap picks if someone's wildcarding and they want to kind of keep the premiums but on the bench for future. Yeah. You, could, yeah. you could definitely, you could probably get some returns from those those three players if you wanted to like bulk up your team a little bit while still having like a, a premium, as they say on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, uh, yeah, those are. I suppose those. That's 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 my top picks. I don't know. I'm steering clear of 
obviously I mean like Haaland and people like that they're there but I'm steering clear of players like that because I don't I don't know I don't I mean I, I like I don't I think Haaland's undroppable personally yeah. I think we might I think we might see Pep Roulette get broken by the Norwegian <laughs> champion but um so obviously he's a pick but those are the few pictures that I think I nailed on and those are players that I think I nailed on pointers everywhere else just seems a bit up in the air like you just yeah. don't know what's gonna happen no but what about you well, first of all, I think you are right about Holland because like, even though Man City are a good team, they're not perfect. And mm. the fact is, sometimes it really doesn't look like they actually need him. And for all of uh, Pep Guardiola's genius and uh, tactical know-how and all the rest of it, he's got a guy on the pitch who can score pretty much at any time. And mm-hmm. that's what wins you games. You know, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't matter how many flipping books you've written on football. If you sure. I know. Uh, but that's another he's... thing. Like that's another thing. He um he 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 has he has incredibly low touches in the game. Like <laughs> incredibly, he had eleven touches in the last game and scored one goal. I know. And then they asked him afterwards about. I don't know if you saw the post match interview, but they asked him afterwards, like, "Are you concerned?" He said, "Look, if I get to if I get to a point in my life where I've touched the ball five times and I score five goals, that's that's the aim. Like I've, I've reached <laughs> I've reached my peak." That's what I want to do. I don't want to do too much. I just want to score goals. I like, I respect it. So no. maybe because he's such a low-touch player, you haven't mm-hmm. got to worry about him like exerting himself because he's so he's so tactical with his runs and his runs are only ever about fifteen yards. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, I think that's a big part of it. And you know, I um, I, re- I actually read Zlatan Ibrahimovic's autobiography and in it he said that he spoke to Marco Van Basten and he said well what do I need to be a good striker and Marco Van Basten said just stop running all right it's not your job to run it's not your job to track back and defend they just need you to score goals so you stay 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 in the box and score goals yeah that's all they need you they need to know that when they cross the ball in you're going to be there waiting that's all you're there for yeah, so you just forget the other stuff because it's not your job. And I think Haaland, he's taken that down to a T, basically. Yeah, and he, he's he's good at it. That's it. Yeah, the goal he yeah, that's, it, it's a natural. Equal. No, that that would that was just filthy. Um, it was I mean, disgusting. <laughs> I know. anybody else might have you know maybe tried to do a diving header or hit mm-hmm. with their right foot but not him he just literally threw his body forward like he was going down a water slide and it still went in did you know what the Dortmund defenders are still sitting there thinking how the hell did we let that happen they still mm-hmm. don't know what happened they need therapy anyway yeah my picks yeah I think you pretty much covered it all I would probably throw St Maximin in there uh, as a as a as a midfielder, because like quite a few players in this game, if Newcastle are going to do anything good, it's probably going to go through him. And then um, the only other person I would probably talk about is the man who seems to be on everybody's lips, Ivan Tony. Now, see, this is the thing. I I'm not I'm not sure I'm convinced by him, and that could be a bit harsh. I think last season, apparently, he scored 14 goals. He is on penalties, though. And, and free kicks. Sorry? And free kicks. Yeah, and free kicks. And the way I see Tony is the way I see Puki. Yes, he's a striker who scores goals, but that's not necessarily enough to make him... I, I don't know. Look, I'm always, always happy to see someone like Tony do well. And he's in the England squad now, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got the call up. 
Yeah, he got the call up. I mean, there, but... were some, there were some dodgy call ups there. Mate. I don't know how the hell Hammy Maguire is on. Yeah, I, I can't. Well. I have to I say, know. I'm, I'm, I, I, yeah, I had some question marks about some, some of the people in the squad myself. I won't lie. Um, <laughs> but, but. I mean, the the thing is, he doesn't cost an awful lot of money in the game, which is always, I think, something that we we like to see. But okay, here's what I'm here's here's the thing, yeah. And you can you could say I'm being mean or whatever. I don't care. Yeah, playing against Germany and Italy is not like playing against Leeds, for goodness' sake. All right, mm. you know, <laughs> a team who like last season were fighting relegation and the season before scored as many goals as they let in. Yeah. It's, it's not, do you know what so sure you you can puff your chest out because you got a hat trick against Leeds but what, you, what are you going to do when when Bonucci or Chiellini or, or Donnarumma's standing between you and a goal you know no. yeah no I appreciate what you're saying I don't know I think I have a similar have a similar um what's the word opinion I don't know I like him I think he's a good I think he's a good player like yes in terms of in, as a player I think he's a good good player the way yeah. he took one of the goals um against Leeds it was it was sweet as like yeah. he took it around the keep he took it around the keeper and chipped it it was it was so beautiful but I don't know I mean I would have him but I don't I think I think I'm think I'm I think because for me it's it's an, it's, it's between him Mitrovic and Isak Isak right? yeah, that's, yeah that's it because or or for me, it's it's roll the dice and get rid of Jesus and then bring in one of those guys. But the issue with getting rid of Jesus is that if he does score mm. and Tony doesn't score, mm. I'm dropping. I'm dropping like I'm this red arrow, a solid one because <laughs> everyone else is for Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I I have the I have a feeling. <laughs> I have a feeling that might change. I think a lot of people are getting on Mitrovic. He's had a lot of transfers in, and I think he's got his price has even gone up. Okay, super quick. I just want to say one thing about Solanke. Again, just like you said with me and Tony, generally speaking, you're right. With Bournemouth, it doesn't look like they're scoring goals. You never quite know what's going to happen, though, once they get rid of the manager and bring somebody else. Sometimes it changes things. What I would say about Solanke is that he's he's not going to be short of confidence. Well, I mean... His confidence may just be running out now, but I'm I'm certain he's still carrying over the, that that feeling of being good that he got from last year in the championship because he was a goal nutter in the championship last season, and sometimes that you can carry that on, even though I always say the opposite all the time on this pod. Anyway, mm-hmm. second, you know he's going to play 90 minutes, and third, he's on penalties. So it's like I said with St. Maximin, if Bournemouth are going to score. And they may be capable of doing that now that Scott Parker's gone. He's going to be involved. So, again, and it's just because he's cheap. He's 5.7 million. So, it's not all bad when it comes to Solanke. I mean, I may well get him in at some point. But even if I do, he's probably going to be on the bench most of the time. So, there there you go. There's some value to having that guy. All right, then. Well, I, think, I, think that's a good, I think that's a good shout. Because the 5.7 million, what that does is it, it frees up. If you swap them say for Jesus, that'll free up two two and a bit million for your yeah. for your midfielder, and that could yeah. give you two eight million midfielders. That's that right. Be, yeah, you know, insane to consider. You got Zaha's an option, Madison's an option, and even Gerard Bowen's an option because 
you know, he may just discover last season's form and get back on it. Okay. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. I think that brings us to the end of the pod. Once again, I'm going to say it's all free. So if you want to hit that like button, do it and do that subscribe button. Go on. Go right ahead. We don't mind. Thank you. And yeah, apart from that, but you, everyone listening has gotten something out of the pod. And um, yeah, I just want to say, hope you have a good game week and green hours all round. And I'm going to say bye-bye. Bye for me.